Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about, and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings, they're not under consideration. Coming to you live from whatever podcast you're currently listening to, it's your boy Jay West with my co-host Mac East from the We Get Dub podcast. What up, nerds? It's me, Mac East, and we got a badass anime podcast for you. We got hot sauce, we got hot takes, we got booze and banter. And you can listen to us on all major platforms. The We Get Dub podcast hits harder than a Goku gut punch. (laughs) The podcast you're about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode I had to say it. It's been a really interesting couple of weeks, so we've got some stuff to talk about. And frankly, if you've listened to the show at all you know thanks for coming back if you haven't listened before and this is your first episode you're gonna find out really quickly that i have some opinions they're pretty cut and dry Uh, i'm always willing to discuss things i'm always willing to debate things i'm always willing to take the time to look at somebody else's point of view before i decide whether or not they're a fucking idiot but here's the thing we'll just get this out of the way up front through the door i have no patience, tolerance, or understanding of people that are so fucking simple-minded that things like racism or sexism or orientation or basically anything that doesn't directly affect your personal life is none of your fucking business when it comes to somebody else's life. And if you get hung up and all judgy and preachy because something about somebody, particularly if it's something they have no control over, if... If you hate somebody because of what they look like or who their genetic background is or how they were raised based on factors they have no control over, you're fucking worthless. And Because I'm hating you for something you do have control over. You have control over whether or not you're a dick. In in the day and age we live in, accountability and responsibility seem to be getting dragged out into the woods and beaten and left for dead. Because everybody seems to think they should be able to hold other people accountable and responsible for their actions and their deeds and their words. And they want all this done without actually being willing to have themselves held to the same standard. If you treat people the way they're treating other people nowadays, you're the asshole. You're the one attacking them. You're the one who's the bad guy. And it's just fucking sickening. And people have decided that it is society's responsibility to make the moral judgments and pass these decisions. And it's created this whole cancer culture bullshit. And I've talked about that plenty before. It's in the catalog. Go look it up. You'll find out exactly what I think about that shit. But recently, there have been a a couple of mass shootings in the last couple of weeks. We've got a shooting in Atlanta, or the Atlanta area. I don't know if it was actually the city or the suburbs or whatever. Some pissed-off cracker went into a spa, ventilated a bunch of people. Six of the eight people that were killed happened to be Asian-American. People of Asian descent, however you want to phrase it. I don't know what the PC way of saying it today is, but I don't give a shit either. You know what I mean. Asian people put up with a lot of shit. They take a lot of shit. They don't deserve it. You know why? Because they're people. That's the part of the the thing that matters. Not the Asian part, the people part. People getting hung, hung up on 
ethnicity are just fucking weak-minded and dumb. I'm not apologizing for feeling that way. It's just, just the way it is. And, of course, there are so many people in our current culture and society that are willing, not only willing, but seem really excited to jump on this horrible thing and use it to further their own agendas, which, as often as not, they say it's trying to say you're doing something with good intentions when it's really a shitty thing to take a tragedy and use it to further your own agenda. I personally, and it's kind of funny, it's come up in like social media stuff over the last couple of weeks, and it kind of gives me the warm and fuzzies that people understand me well enough that uh, one thing that I have noticed is when I am getting tagged in all these things, it's it's gotten to the point where I've been tagged in the same like chain post on Twitter about two dozen times. Because specifically, I think people know exactly where I stand. The people that actually listen to this show know that, yeah, I have no patience for this bullshit. I completely, completely agree with standing aside. I will not tolerate any kind of isms or any of this other shit. Racism, sexism, classism, all this shit. It's all stupid. It's all fucking juvenile and basic. And I hate it. And it's kind of flattering that to get a little recognition that people want to say, well, hey, this is somebody I know will, you know, re-up this because this is what he thinks kind of refreshing to know that there are people out there that see eye to eye to me and things like this can start trending my only real issue with that is that i'm going to get lumped in with the for lack of a better way of putting it the social justice warriors because i am not automatically triggered by everything because the difference is i don't feel that i have any kind of right to force my will on anybody else just like I don't think that anybody else has a right to enforce their will on me. As long as you're not hurting anybody, I'm all in favor of the philosophy of leaving people the fuck alone. Realistically, that's where our agendas deviate. If you, As long as you're not raping people or molesting kids or slave trading anyone, kids, adults, whoever, nobody, people aren't property, and they shouldn't be. And it's the fact that we even have to say these things is just such a kick in the nuts. And I really wish we could all get to get along and get together and be better, do better. It's it's not a complicated concept. Everybody wants to be treated better than everybody else, but everybody still seems to think that you know, if they say the right things, then that's what counts. No, your actions show your truths. Stop being so preachy and judgy and douchey and just let people live. If you don't like somebody because of what they look like, if you don't like somebody because of how they act or dress or whatever thing you have an issue with, just stay the fuck away from them. It's really not that complicated. And then we have the other thing that I really see as an issue coming out of this one. This goes back, I don't want to sound like the tinfoil hat crowd, but I keep coming back to these things, and it's not a conspiracy when it's visibly happening. And I know all the conspiracy people say that, like, oh, if you're woke, you can see this, you can... This is something that has been discussed and documented, and they used to teach classes in it, and it's the presentation and the bias in the way things are reported. And everything is pushed with an agenda these days. There are no neutral media outlets anymore. Everybody's got an agenda, everybody's got a plan, everybody's got a marketing angle. Facts have really gone by the wayside. There's a lot of things... With the the shooter the shooter in Boulder, this guy happened to walk into a, a 
a grocery store one day. We still don't know the official motive or reasoning behind what he did. And one of the working theories is he had issues with people because he was bullied and picked on when he was growing up for having a Muslim name and being of the Muslim faith. And that's entirely possible. Obviously, they're already clamoring about his mental health, which it's pretty much a given. If you walk into a grocery store and open fire at a bunch of people, your mental health pretty much qualifies as fucked. They are trying to assess whether or not he's cognizant of what he did. And a lot of people may think this is kind of callous, but... At the end of the day, it really doesn't fucking matter what his cognition or what his understanding of what he did was. He's dangerous, he's a menace to himself and others, and he needs to be taken off the streets. The simple fact of the matter is, he went into the store with a legally purchased firearm because he passed the federal background check, and that is being jumped on immediately by the people who want gun control, the people who are in favor of gun control. As a mandate to try and pass more regulations and more constrictive things and more laws to disarm the general population. And so he went and he bought this gun about two and a half weeks before he decided to go in and shoot up a grocery store. And the anti-gun advocates, all the so-called gun control advocates, and I say the so-called because... If you actually want to advocate for something, you have to educate yourself and be able to speak intelligently on the matter. And way too many of the people that claim to be gun control advocates have literally no idea what the fuck they're talking about. I avoid engaging with these people anymore. There's, you can't change somebody's minds with facts and details when it, uh, an emotional issue. And the simple fact of the matter is, I am a gun advocate. I believe that not only should every household have a firearm or more, I believe everyone in the house should be trained in their safe usage and in the proper care and maintenance and how and when to use a firearm. I think fear and ignorance in these circumstances is far more dangerous than anything that comes out of the barrel. Because if you are properly trained and you know how to safely use a firearm, it's a tool at that point. It is no longer... Guns don't have intent. Guns don't have decision-making capabilities. They're tools. How they are used, what they're used for, is completely in the hands of the person holding them. You want to talk about gun control advocacy. First, you need to understand what the current gun laws are. The current... Firearm laws that are on the books in almost every single state and on a federal level are more than adequate when properly enforced to maintain a degree of gun safety. Before all these laws were put into place, you go back 20, 30, 40, 50 years, and the gun laws change. But you go farther back, and if you go looking geographically and regionally, and you go to places in the 40s, the 30s, the, the 20s, there were guns everywhere. There weren't mass shootings everywhere, except for, you know, like the Prohibition gangsters wiping each other out on the streets and stuff. But that that's an entirely different conversation. That's in a whole different factor. Guns were way more common in the past, and none of this shit was happening because the guns aren't the problem. And when you we have all these people saying, well, what's wrong with common sense gun laws? What's wrong with common sense gun laws is, first off, they don't have anything to do with common sense. Common sense would be dealing with these people. Second off is all the shit people think they're screaming about is already in place. There is a federal background check system, and it is there. And in the day and age we live in, there is literally zero reason why that could not be put online, 
publicly accessible other than the fact that the government doesn't want it to be. So John Q. Public can't run a background check. So uh, there's your loophole. People want to bitch about, oh, well, private transfers and blah, blah, blah. If you're not going to put the tools in place to make the things work functionally, you can't bitch when they don't work. It's not about, you know, protecting the populace. That's everything that these dirtbag politicians are doing in this matter. It's not about protecting the people. It's about protecting themselves. There is realistically, like I said, if you take the time, do your homework, pick up some material and read the facts, not something from some source that is a report on something. Go find the actual material yourself. The laws are in place. And further, more restrictive gun laws do not stop criminals from doing criminal shit. If you want an example of that, look at the city of Chicago. In the city of Chicago, there is not a single firearms store within the city limits. The city of Chicago literally has some of the most restrictive gun laws in the country. And also one of the worst murder rates in the entire country. Gun control only works on law-abiding citizens who don't need to be controlled. The criminals are still going to get their weapons. It doesn't matter what laws you put in place because they're criminals. They don't fucking care. So that's one of my issues with common sense gun laws. The other issue is, and so, you know, getting off the soapbox that I seem to have climbed up on about the Second Amendment, my problem with it is all these people that are co-opting these tragedies and these horrible things that are happening to further their own agenda, to push their own feelings and their own beliefs on the rest of us and in the meantime they're so focused on the shit they are bent out of shape about and the things they think need to change and the way they want the world to be that they are ignoring something bigger which brings us to why are we addressing the 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 weapons and not the people the problem is people have way too many mental issues that aren't addressed all these stigmas that are attached to mental health and the fact that mental health care is so hard to come by and it's it's a very nebulous thing, and it can be very hard to diagnose with legitimate issues. And sometimes you don't know there's a problem until the guy's shooting up the Kroger. But at the same time, we have seen such an uptick in this stuff, and partly it's because of how the reporting is handled. I really believe that. There are people that are out so desperate to get attention out there that they will do some horrific shit because somehow in their mind that's going to make them relevant or justify whatever fucked up issues they're dealing with and it doesn't work that way i mean well it does unfortunately but if we stopped encouraging this shit maybe it wouldn't and maybe things could get dialed back a little bit and maybe we could actually start looking at things that are the facts related to it so i'm just i'm really tired of people trying to act like Oh, well, this happened because he got his hands on a gun with an extended clip. No, this happened because this kid was fucked in the head. He had a shitty issue growing up. He had he got bullied. Apparently, his mental health was not adjusted properly. He couldn't deal with things. He beat up some kid in high school as a senior, and then he came back now, and whatever triggered him, I've heard people saying it might have to do with he got in with bad influence through his Muslim faith. Don't blame the faith, okay? There are fucked up people, there are just as many fucked up people that are Christians as there are that are Muslims. There are just as many fucked up people out there that don't claim any sort of religious background whatsoever. People are fucked up. The organizations, the groups, that may be a factor, but it is not the thing to focus on.
he had a fucking waiting period. He bought the gun 16 days before the shooting. Now, yes, he was probably pre-planning this and premeditating it, but he followed the regulations. So saying, oh, well, if he had a waiting period is an empty argument because he waited. Making him wait 10 days obviously wouldn't have stopped the tragedy from happening. And I really do have an issue with all these people that are talking about, oh, well, we're just going to take away guns from everybody. And I've, I've heard people saying, oh, well, if he had a waiting period. One of the things that really pisses me off is all these gun control assholes who seem to think you can walk into a, into a store with a checkbook and walk out with a gun. It is literally impossible. You cannot buy a gun same day in a legal transaction. At least not in a vast majority of the states. There may be one or two out there somewhere. I honestly have not looked into every single state's gun laws. But to the best of my knowledge, in, let's say, 47 out of the Continental 48, you probably have to have a waiting period. If I'm wrong and you hear this and you want to correct me, please feel free. Let me know where it is you can go buy a gun day of. That's just something I'm dying to find out. There are already waiting periods. There are... There's... If you want a legal gun, you cannot get it that day. And it was actually, I laughed my ass off when all the things were going sideways last year. And I literally was in a store and heard somebody arguing with the clerk behind the counter because this idiot who was staunchly anti-gun prior to the shit going sideways last year and all of a sudden the fear of riots coming into Illinois and people at the riots in Chicago saying we're coming to the suburbs and next thing you know, I just happened to be stopping in to check if they had any ammo, and I hear some prick arguing with the kid behind the counter that he needed a gun and he needed to be protected, and the guy didn't have a FOID card. And the fact that there was like a eight-month backlog on the FOID card, actually, it's probably longer than that. I know a couple of people that applied like two years ago and still haven't gotten their fucking cards. So get off your ass, Illinois. Get your shit together. But the whole thing is... The system's in place, and the people who are complaining about the system literally have no idea of how it works, because that was the exact case. This guy in a gun store, not understanding that he needed to pass a background check, and in the state of Illinois, you need to have a separate ID that says you are allowed to carry a firearm, which involves a background check and, and making sure there are no red flags on your mental health and all this other shit. And as far as I'm concerned, the state of Illinois only does that for a cash grab, because the system is in place at a federal level. And that's what they process it through. It's not like they have their own database. They don't do deep dives and background checks. They plug your name into the system, and when you come back with no red flags, they issue the card, and then you have to pay to renew it. It's it's a cash grab. It's a it's a scam. It's it's horseshit. But I'm not really here to dump on the state of Illinois today any more than I do any other day of the week. The the politicians. There's some really great people in here. There's some nice country to look at, but the people running this state are fucking worthless. And but that's my my soapboxing about that for now. And the thing, like I said, my whole thing is, if you want to advocate for something, if you want to preach about something, know what you're talking about. And as far as screaming about, oh, well, where were the so-called good guys with guns? Well, seeing as you've hamstrung them and made them where if a good guy with a gun sees a bad guy with a gun doing some shit and he can still wind up, you know, going to jail and getting sued and being ruined for trying to act to save other people's lives. I mean, granted, I don't think most juries would convict, but the law, the way the way our society's going, who the fuck knows? All these things about, oh, well, they could have done this, they could have done that. Until you're in the situation yourself, you don't know how you're going to react. None of us do. 
And regardless of the amount of training you've had, uh, we'd be better off if there had happened to be a retired military or an active duty military person on leave that that was armed, could have plugged the guy, might have ended the whole thing. Who knows? But the problem is, I mean, we've got way too many people out there willing to stigmatize people that are willing to act on the defense of others. And I'm not trying to justify anything of all the shitty behaviors that other people have done in those circumstances either. I'm addressing the specific argument of, well, there was, there, where was the good guy with the gun to stop the bad guy with the gun? You're constantly trying to hamstring these fuckers. So when you bring that up as an argument, like, well, nobody did anything, you're the reason nobody did anything. You got no right to bitch that nobody does anything if you're also the person that's constantly complaining that these people shouldn't be able to do anything. Make up your fucking mind. So I guess that's kind of the whole point of this little rant is if you're going to be an activist, if you're going to try and make all these changes that you seem to think the world needs, at least be well-informed enough that you're not being a f- an ill-informed, just obnoxious douchebag about your, your platform. At least educate yourself so you don't say things that are stupid. And realistically, if it's something you believe that strongly in and you feel that passionately about, how about trying to sell it on its own merits instead of piggybacking off of somebody else's lives being ruined or destroyed or ended in some horrific tragedy without addressing the actual issues behind what caused the tragedy to happen? Again, don't blame the how, blame the who. It's really not too difficult, and it stops you from coming off like an ass bag. You're doing your platform more harm than good, and you're irritating people that actually do understand the subject. And we'll take a little break here real quick, stick in the obligatory mid-episode roll, and we'll be back in a couple minutes. Alright, so thanks for enduring that, and uh, I'd say it pays the bills, but really doesn't. (laughs) Anyway, I feel like I really kind of derailed myself in that first half, but... It is something that I think about a lot, and I want to get that out there. I have a real issue with people co-opting horrible shit in the name of furthering an agenda. It's opportunistic. It's parasitic. It's the complete mentality of these fuckers. But I would like to get things back to a slightly more upbeat and lighter side of things. There is some really cool shit coming out uh, in entertainment here. And so I haven't talked about recommendations and things like that in quite a while. I haven't talked about anything lighter or less serious or less shitty because that's just kind of where I've been with things, and I really want to get back to being something that's more about enjoyment. So if you've listened this far to all my bitching and moaning, thank you for sticking around long enough. Um, And this kind of goes out into, there's a lot of, like, super... I mean, the term geek has kind of lost its meaning as far as I can tell, other than the whole somebody who's really into something. If you're really into some particular flavor of entertainment or you're into sports, I mean, if I'm sorry, if you are a, like a fantasy sports guy and you somehow think that exempts you from being a geek, you dress up in your team's uniforms, you pretend to pick players, you pretend that what they're doing has some sort of impact on your day-to-day. You're a geek too, buddy. Welcome to the fold. And the thing about it is, so to me, like I said, these are a lot of things that may have once at one point been considered, considered super geeky. Like, I mean, but look at it. Marvel's huge. DC has amazing cartoons. They can't seem to get a live-action movie right to save their fucking lives. I mean, they get a couple one-offs that were pretty good, but they can't pull it together like Marvel did. And there are way better shows out there that are going to talk about movies and going to talk about music and going to talk about different geek culture. And there are shows dedicated to video games and all these things that I really love. And I'm really not, 
the guy to talk about them, though. This is, as much as I enjoy those things personally, I'm not, you know, necessarily the most super well-informed guy when it comes to this stuff. I don't do all the research. I don't deep dive into any of it. I just enjoy it. And there's a lot of cool shit coming out. And, like, one of my favorites when I was a kid, when I was growing up, was all the old Godzilla movies. The little Asian guy in the rubbery suit breaking a bunch of cardboard-looking buildings and knocking over shit and kicking over model trains and it was it brought me joy when i was a kid everything from the black and white the first godzilla movies at one point i had all of them everything from the original godzilla movie up to like the ones made in the early 80s where the rubber suits were a little better and they were in color and i used to watch them every chance i get i actually taped most of them off of the tv because see back in the old days you used to do those things we didn't have dvrs we had vcrs which was a cassette tape that was made out of like a plastic film with magnetic particles on it that could record pictures off the TV and the quality was garbage and you had to edit out commercials by jumping up pressing pause and then forgetting to unpause it when the commercials were over so you'd lose two or three seconds of every every return and you never got the movie version you got the crappy TV version but I did that for every time there was a Godzilla movie on TV all of them where every single fight he had Mothra and Gahedra and and Gamera and Mechagodzilla and and uh, all of them. It was it, it was my thing. It was my vibe. And then all of a sudden we've got the King Kong movies getting a reboot and Godzilla getting a, a, a good reboot, not a giant you know lizard coming out and then Matthew Broderick in a fucking beret for two and a half hours and testing for pregnancy hormones with a human pregnancy test and. Yeah, there was a lot of shit in that movie, <laughs> and it was not great. And so now we got Godzilla versus Kong coming out, and I'm so just stoked to see it. Now I'll admit I'm kind of terrible. I still have to watch Skull Island. Uh, I've there's <laughs> I've just never gotten around to it. I've had a lot of other stuff going on recently. It's on my list. I will watch it before I watch Godzilla versus Kong, just so I'm at the right place. Um. That is something I'm super excited about. If you're not excited about it, and I'm just rambling about this. Sorry, I'm it, I'm I'm happy. I'm 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 an old fart that feels like a little kid again. And then there's been some really cool stuff coming on with like the WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I've been watching, and that's pretty cool. I enjoy that. Uh, watched all of American Gods the series on Stars. It's they just wrapped up season three, which was actually getting back to the book because season two was like a huge left turn from the storyline and they kind of brought it back and it's getting back to where it needs to be and it's going pretty good and i'm excited for it to see how they're going to stretch it out into another season uh see where they go with it because there's still a few chapters left in the original material so i want to see how they're going to address that um beyond that i'm really super excited about mortal Kombat coming out now the first uh, the original Mortal Kombat movie wasn't bad for what it was worth. You know, it was not geared to be everything a Mortal Kombat movie needs to be and the sequel to it was I watch it and I giggle when I watch it, but I watch it with the intention of because sometimes I will sit down and watch a shitty movie knowing it's a shitty movie. I go into it because it's a shitty movie. So I I did not care for the second one particularly because it was good. I liked it because it was awful. And I will occasionally watch it and just make fun of it. But they've got a new Mortal Kombat movie coming out. And while they have deviated a little bit from the original story, they have made it where Liu Kang's not the main character. 
but it looks just ridiculously friggin' awesome. The CGI is amazing. The characters have their actual powers. There is going to be all kinds of stuff coming up that they couldn't work into the first movies. There's going to be fatalities. They're already talking about somebody gets their heart ripped out. I can't wait to see this friggin' movie. I am sitting around just geeking out over it. And I'm, and I'm doing it kind of my to myself because I know there are certain things where I can't get the wife to sit him down and watch them with me, like Godzilla versus Kong, which I'm going to have to watch while she's sleeping or something because she doesn't like to watch my monster beat-em-up movies. And <laughs> it's showing all the promise of being exactly that, a modern telling of my rubbery monster beat-em-up movies that she knows I love. And she will sit there and watch them with me, but she's never happy when she does it. <laughs> and I want her to be happy so I don't force the stuff on her. But I'm going to get her to watch Mortal Kombat. I know I am. She's going to watch it because she likes Mortal Kombat. It's one of the few video games I could actually get her to play. I mean, I love my wife dearly, but she and I don't have a lot of common interests when it comes to certain things. And one of those being I love video games, and she thinks it's kind of a waste of time for the most part. I can occasionally get her to play Grand Theft Auto. She seems to think it's funny to run hookers over and stuff like that, like, like so many of us do. Sometimes you just need to blow off a little stress and... That's a good way to do it as any without going to jail. So, in, I guess, kind of in conclusion, uh, we're kind of coming up on this. I just want to put it out there. There are all kinds of shows. I know I'm constantly saying, you know, go check out all these other indie podcasts. Indie podcasts are not... I know a lot of people that say they don't like podcasts, and I, and I tell them, well, have you checked out these, you know, indie podcasts? Don't go to the big names look for things based on subjects you're interested in don't look for names you recognize look for things with with cool descriptions look for because they're passion projects a lot of us do this just for fun we're not making money at it i know a whole lot of people i know people with some amazingly high quality shows with amazing production values that are really well researched well thought out they're not like me where it's you know a half hour 45 minutes of rambling every every week it's actual research and put-together cases. Now, granted, there is a massive flux of true crime stuff out there, but there are so many different takes on it, even if one thing... And I never thought I'd be into the true crime stuff. I can't stand watching Unsolved Mysteries and shit like that. That's my wife's thing. That's where we don't agree again. She likes that stuff. I've always found it kind of tedious, but I have found true crime programs that take it from a different angle, and they take it with an approach where I actually find myself looking forward to the new episodes every week. And I feel like if somebody like me can get into this stuff, you can find something out there that you're really going to enjoy. You're going to be willing to invest your time. And there are, you know, geek-themed programs out there in literally anything you can imagine. You can find live-played tabletop game shows. You can find live-play Dungeons & Dragons campaigns. You can find people that play video games and tell you what they're doing. And they're, it's kind of like, you know, Twitch without the video. There are people out there that are going to talk to you about books they've read. There are people that will read books to you. There's There are podcasts out there that are ASRM noises to help you sleep. There are podcasts out there that are people with soothing voices and calming personalities and demeanors that will read to you to try and help you not off at night if you have a problem with it. There is so much out there, so many resources available. And find the thing you geek out about. Find the thing you really... And <laughs> to kind of bring it full circle... I actually know one guy that I've been interacting with, and he's got me listening to a podcast about friggin' fantasy football. I have, I've always enjoyed playing football. I like watching football. I've never felt the need to, to make up a, an imaginary team and track a bunch of player stats and throw myself into it like that. 
And I found a guy just through social networking and meeting other people and decided to give the guy's show a, a go because I like to support the other indie show creators. And if I find something that I, th- I think fits a niche that somebody's going to request, I like to have a little information. I don't like to recommend shit without at least giving it a, a once-over. And I found this guy who is uh, based out of Australia and he runs a fantasy football league based on American football. And for for fuck's sakes... There's a sentence I never thought I'd be saying because it never occurred to me that somebody on the other side of the planet would be running a fantasy football league. But the the guy who's the commissioner of the league and runs the show, great guy. He's, you know, entertaining and informative at the same time, and they know their stuff. And like I said, not my particular cup of coffee, but at the same time, it's a, it's a good show, and I've started listening to it just to, just to listen to them and to hear them razzing each other and, you know, maybe learn a little Australian slang along the way. So... Well, I guess I'm just, the whole point of this little secondary bit here is, you know, be a little open-minded. If you're listening to me, obviously you're listening to at least some sort of podcast. If you made it this far in the, in the, in the episode, you listen to them at least fairly thoroughly. So, you know, branch out, be a little more open-minded. Look for that thing that you never thought you would hear a show about. And if you can't find it, shit, maybe you'll launch your own. And if you do decide you launch your own and you want somebody else to come on there and do a guest spot and, and help you get your feet wet or get you comfortable, you know, shoot me an email. I'm trying to expand my horizons as far as collaborating with people. Goes, You've heard I've had guests on my show now. I've done a couple guest spots on other shows. I'm willing to do more at this point. I'm looking to do more. I've got some things scheduled for the future. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's it's fun. It's It's a good thing to do. So I guess that's sort of my second half here. Be passionate about what you're passionate about. Share your passions with others. Since we are still on punishment and can't go out and hang out with our friends, get a microphone for 15 bucks and plug it into your smartphone if you don't want to, if you don't have a computer and you don't think you can do this stuff because you think the overhead is too high. I know some amazing shows that are produced with a smartphone, which, let's face it, 98% of the world has one in their pocket at this point. There's a, there are apps out there where you can download the app and record directly into your phone. Sure, the sound quality may not be amazing, but you go someplace where there's not a huge amount of echoes, you can get something that's listenable put together. Maybe you'll do a good job. Maybe it'll pick up a, an audience. Maybe you'll get a fan base. Maybe you'll get a contract. Maybe you'll get discovered. Who knows? There's a lot of options out there. Just you know, share your passions. Be happy enjoy embrace your embrace the stuff make yourself happy do the things that are going to make you feel good because realistically we need to get back to feeling better about ourselves maybe that'll help adjust the mental issues that are causing all the other fucked up things that go on in this world maybe if more people felt better about something they were passionate about they wouldn't feel the need to go out and end other people's lives because they feel shitty you know just a thought and for now that's what i had to say Thanks for listening to another episode of I Had to Say It. If you liked what you heard, leave a review, give us a follow, give me some feedback. And if you didn't like what you heard, leave a review, give me a follow, give me some feedback. I'll try and fix it. Check us out on all the social media platforms at I Had to Say It Podcast is the trigger for all that stuff, for the search term. And if you want, check out the website, www.ihadtosayitpodcast.com. There's links to people that have been involved with the program things i've talked about there are some links available for some merch that we're working on and there are ways to contact us there as well and thanks for listening and i look forward to talking to you again soon